Thanks for joining us for today's sermon. We are always so encouraged to hear how God is working in your life. If the messages of this church have touched you in some way, please share that with us by clicking on the contact tab at lifesc.org to send us an email. And if you would like to give to this ministry, you can do so online to help us bring messages just like this one to you each week. It is our prayer that God blesses you through this message today. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Um, I don't know if you guys knew this, but God's good. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that, but God really is good. You know, I, um, I before we um, dive in to um, what the Lord gave me for today, I, you can be seated for a second. Um, I may ask you to uh, to stand again when we read the opening text, but that's what we do in Pentecostal churches. We stand and sit and all, <laughs> all kinds of stuff. I wanted to read this to you. Um, this was, uh, while I was playing the drums, I God made me aware of something. Um, you know, I, I, I love the way that, that God speaks to us, right? I, I just love the way that that he allows us to access the spirit realm, that he just, he chooses to use us, right? He gives us the opportunity to be used. But the scripture that I wanted to read real quick, and I don't know who this is for, but I just want, I want you to know something, that it doesn't matter what your circumstance looks like. It doesn't matter if everything in your life looks dead. All you need is the living God, which is Jesus Christ, to step into any situation. I don't care how bleak it looks. Let me read this scripture to you real quick. It's found in Revelation chapter one. This gives me so much encouragement to know this is the kind of God I, I serve. It's Revelation chapter one, verse 17 and 18. And when I saw him, this is John the Revelator uh, speaking. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. And he laid his right hand upon me saying unto me, fear not, I am the first and the last. Now this is Jesus speaking saying, fear not, I am the first and the last. I am he that liveth and was dead and behold, I am alive forevermore, amen, and have the keys of hell and of death. So I just wanna encourage somebody real quick before we get into the word, that it, it, if your situation looks dead, God, the one who was alive, who died and is alive again, can step into any situation where it looks dead and breathe life into it. I can testify to that. I can testify on behalf of my dad, my dad who was uh, grew up in church, fell away from church, got involved in drugs and alcohol, but yet God did not give up. God still pursued him even when he wasn't interested. And now I can stand here today and say, my dad is filled with the Holy Ghost. He is baptized in Jesus' name. He has dedicated his life to Jesus Christ once again. I'm telling you, that situation looked long gone. And I, and, and, oh man, I hope y'all are hearing me today. God is, that's why I say God is good. Because he truly is good. Man. Can we all stand one more time real quick? I want to read our opening text. I don't know who that was for, but I hope, I hope it spoke to you. I hope God blessed you with that. Psalm 119 and 11. Most of us could probably quote this scripture 
Psalm 119, 11, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. And then I wanna just jump over to Luke chapter four and four real quick. I know I'm, I'm moving fast. I don't have very much material to cover, but I know God's gonna do something. Luke chapter four, verse four, and Jesus answered saying, it is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. But by every word of God. I, I, I have a question. Do you have a word? Do you have a word that you're living on right now? I, I guess the, the title of, of this message, uh, if I would give it one, is words to live by. Let's all bow our heads real quick. Can, we, can I just ask that you would lift your hands and just pray that that God's will would be done the rest of this service. Thank you so much, Jesus, for all that you do. God, you are so powerful and so mighty. God, your name is so strong. Your name is so powerful. We call on your name. We call on the name of Jesus. I ask that your will would be done today. God, let your word pierce to the deepest parts of our heart and minister to us in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You can be seated. So I, I don't have, I don't have like 17 pages of notes that we're going to go through today. Um, actually, Dean, could you just, could you stay and play a little bit? I won't be long. I promise I won't be long. Thank you. I, I wanted to share with you um, something that the Lord spoke to me about. Uh, words to live by. You know, that we have a saying when we hear uh, a, a quote that's motivational or inspiring and, and we say, you know what? Those are words to live by. Th those, that's something that I can follow and get stuff done, right? I, there are a couple quotes that I really enjoy. Um, one of my first is, there is no try, there's only do and do not. And I'll give you $5 if you can tell me what, what that's from. Yoda, yeah, five bucks to Dan. That, <laughs> do I got any other nerds in the house today? All right. <laughs> but but that, that inspires me, right? There, there is no try. There's only I'm going to do it or I'm not going to do it. Uh, here's another one by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. If you can't fly, then run. And if you can't run, then walk. And if you can't walk, then crawl. But whatever you do, you have to keep moving forward. That's a good one too. And I got another one um, by Nelson Mandela, which is don't judge me by my success. Judge me by how many times I fell and got back up again. So th these are just some, uh, some inspiring quotes that I pulled from the internet, right? Like it, it really shows you the power that words have. You know, as scripture tells us that, that life and death are in the power of the tongue, right? So, so the words that we say, they impact us. The words that we hear impact our hearts. And, and you can definitely say that these words, even though it's, it's based on man's wisdom and it, you know, whatever, but, but they have some motivation behind it, right? Like there are uh, certain quotes I have in my office. Actually, there's no try there. Uh, there's only do and do not. I have that in my office along with uh, a bunch of other scriptures that motivate me. But what I wanted to point out though 
is that man's wisdom only goes so far. There's a difference between when a man speaks and when God speaks. Amen? There's a difference. 1 Corinthians 3.19 says, For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. For it is written, He taketh the wise in their own craftiness. Man's wisdom might be able to persuade us. Right? Stay with me. Man's wisdom might be able to persuade us. It might be able to get us to change our mind, to think a different way. But I'll tell you what, man's wisdom cannot change a heart. God's word changes hearts. God's word changes lives. Isaiah 55, 10 and 11 says, For as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth and maketh it bring forth bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Verse 11, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please and it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I sent it. God speaking about his word. This is my favorite, my favorite scripture when we're talking about the word of God because it reveals to us how his word operates. We see in verse 10, there's two different examples of the word of, or there's two analogies used when talking about the word of God. Number one is that the rain comes down, right? And then number two is the snow. What do we know about rain and snow? Well, number one, they're both precipitation, right? They both come from the sky. They come from above, but they both water the field in two different ways. The rain comes down and waters immediately. Sometimes the word of God goes forth and it changes something right away. That it waters the good ground in our heart that we've prepared and that it, 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 that it changes our thought process, that it makes us to be more like him. Or another way that the word of God works is sometimes it's like snow. And snow sits on the surface for a while until the ground thaws and the snow melts and then it waters the ground. That's how the word of God operates in our heart. It's either it waters right away and there's, uh, there's like, uh, uh, there's tangible evidence that something has taken place and other times it sits on the surface for a little while and it waits for the ground to thaw. It waits for the heart to be ready and then it sinks in. I want to tell you something, that if you have any lost loved ones in your life and they've been exposed to the word of God, that word cannot return void. It will accomplish something at some point in time. Sometimes, sometimes the change happens right away, but other times it takes a little while. You guys know the, the testimony of my dad. He grew up in church and, and fell away when he was 18, but I guarantee you all the word all the words of God that he experienced growing up all culminated later in his life when his heart was ready, when the ground was ready. I, I, I have one more analogy that I want to share with you. Uh, I have this bin here. Uh, Rob, can you help me out quick? start unraveling that go like all the way around if you can how far sure I'll, I'll make sure it comes out right 
Yeah, go all the way around. I knew Rob had this really long rope. That's why I asked him if I could borrow it. <laughs> Still going. Still going. Trying to build tension and make people wonder what this is. Keep going, Rob. Wow, I didn't know I'd make it all the way there. That's pretty long. All right, all right, all right. You can stop there. <laughs> right, now we're going to do a big uh, jump rope session in the sanctuary. <laughs> no, I, 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 this rope, the length of this rope represents all of eternity. Now, I know eternity doesn't end, so you'll have to bear with me on some of the pitfalls of this analogy, okay? But this length of rope is eternity. This piece of tape is where we live our life. This compared to all of eternity. The question I want to ask is, whose words are you living by? Scripture says that our life, actually, I have the, I have the verse. Um, yeah. So the Bible talks about why would you say tomorrow we're going to go into the city and we're going to do all these things and make all these plans when your life is just a vapor what we should be saying is if the Lord wills we will do this that's what scripture says our life is a vapor it's it's like a mist it's there one minute and gone the next I I often think of it um, as like a uh, mist like a squirt bottle right you spray the water out of the squirt bottle and you can see it in the sky for a second and then it dissipates and it's gone. So while we're right here, we haven't entered into eternity yet. We will, but we haven't yet. So while we're here, whose words are we living by? Because I'll tell you, if we're living by the words of our flesh, it will not lead us to Jesus Christ. If we're living by our own wisdom and not relying on Jesus Christ, that will determine where we spend eternity. But also, if we live according to the wisdom and the words of God, that will determine where we spend eternity as well. And our flesh will always pull us away from Christ. Our flesh will. That's the nature of sin. Sin divides. But God, God's not interested in being divided from his family, from his church, I should say. God is not interested in being divided. God is interested in a relationship that doesn't just last in this small, minuscule place, but that lasts all of eternity. So whose words are we living by? Our life is so short. Our flesh is literally willing to sacrifice an eternity with Jesus Christ to live the way we want to live in this amount of time. But I want to tell you, God's words are life. 
God's words bring life to situations that shouldn't be alive. God's words bring life to dead, to dead people and to dead moments. Uh, Matthew 10, 39, he that findeth his life shall lose it, but, uh, and he that loseth his life for my sake shall find it. Psalm 119, 105, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. And Proverbs 2 and 6, for the Lord giveth wisdom. Out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. These are words to live by. These are words to live by. This. These are words to live by. These words will leave, lead you into eternity with Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ leads us into all truth. Hebrews 13 and 9. Scripture even warns us, Hebrews 13 and 9. Be not carried about with diverse and strange doctrines, for it is a good thing that the heart be established with grace, not with meats which have, uh, which have not profited them, that they have been occupied therein. The Bible, these scriptures that we study, this book is the most motivating, the most moving, the most loving, the most powerful, the most convicting, the, the most life-changing book you will ever read. It far surpasses the wisdom of man. It, 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 God is way smarter than I am. Scripture says that his ways are higher than our ways, that his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. He thinks about the things we don't even think to think about, right? He sees the end from the beginning. He's the alpha and the omega. So his words. Uh, I, I wanna ask you this question. Why do we emphasize reading the word of God on a daily basis? Let me rephrase. Why do we emphasize studying the word of God on a daily basis? The answer that, that I often come up with, with, based on my own experience, is that our flesh is always gravitating to the world while our spirit tries to pull us toward God. Sister Calhoun, if, you, uh, if, you were in, uh, if any of you were in spirit life class, Sister Calhoun talked about the, the, the um, spirit of man versus the spirit of God. Right, I, I'm from the South. We come up with crazy analogies, and this is what I'm going to end with. We come up with weird analogies. I remember my, my youth pastor used to say, you got two dogs fighting inside of you. <laughs> Dog fights, of course. But you got two, two dogs fighting inside of you. Whichever one you feed most, that's the one that's going to win. Right? Which, whichever dog you feed most is going to be the strongest. Right? So, my youth pastor used to always ask us, which dog you feeding? <laughs> which dog you feeding? But I'll tell you, if you ask yourself a question like that, when, while you're living the course of your life, it will change the way you make decisions. If you ask yourself, am I feeding my flesh or my spirit? That will change the way that you make decisions. That will change what you decide to spend time on. That will change where you decide to invest your time. 
And I'll tell you this, I'm young. Most of y'all have more life experience than I do, but I can say beyond a shadow of a doubt that an investment in the kingdom will always pay out. An investment in the kingdom of Jesus Christ will always pay out. And I'm a financial advisor. I do a lot of investments, right? But God's kingdom is the only one that gives you a guarantee. So in a world where we like to, uh, our, our flesh or this world or the spirit of this world, the princess, whatever you want to say, tries to guarantee us happy, happiness and, and love and, and, you know, everybody will accept you and, and tries to bring all these guarantees into our life. I'll tell you, our flesh can't guarantee nothing, but Jesus Christ can guarantee everything. Can we all stand real quick? Allow God's word to change your heart. You know, one of my favorite scriptures is Romans 12, 1 and 2. Really, verse 2, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That part, that part spoke to me when I was in a, a very dark moment when I was struggling with my flesh and I, and I wasn't living right. And I realized that the, my thought process, the way that, that I, I formulate, uh, you know, whatever, between my head, between my ears, that it was messed up and it would remain messed up until I got into the Word and I allowed God to change my thought process, right? Because we all, in our flesh, we, we're nothing. We're nothing in our flesh. But God, like Pastor said this morning in Spirit Life, this is why I love Spirit Life class because I learned so much. But Pastor mentioned that scripture where God uses the weak to confound the strong, where God uses the foolish to confound the wise, right? In our weakness, God is made strong. You know why? Because we can't get any glory on our own, right? When, when we're weak and God does something miraculous, no flesh can glory in that. And that's why God uses the weak to lead the strong or to, to confound the strong. Um, the last thing that I want to encourage you in before we just have an altar call is that if you have any questions, if you have any doubts, trust me, I've been there. If there's something in your life that, that seems without answer, the answer is in the book. You know, I, I've told this to our youth group a couple times. You don't have to raise your hand, but I've asked this question. Who, has, who knows beyond a shadow of a doubt that God has spoken to you? You, don't have to, you can't raise your hand if you want to. But I always, whenever I ask that question, there's always some people who don't raise their hand. There's always some, some people who just, I, I, I don't know if they, they don't feel like God speaks to them or they've just never experienced it. But there's a reason why we call this book the Word of God. There's, there's a reason why, and it's because God speaks to us through it still, right? 
So I just, I want to, I don't, I don't know who this is for. I kind of feel like I'm all over the place, but I hope something uh, has spoken to somebody, but the word of God is powerful. Scripture says that it's quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, you know, and joint, joints and marrow and all, all that. So if you're not in the word daily, I would encourage you to get in the word daily. I would encourage you to study scripture. Study to show thyself approved, a workman that approved unto God, a workman that needeth not be ashamed, right? Can we come forward as a family? something today God answers prayers if you need wisdom today God gives wisdom can we all just lift our hands I would encourage you if you need something today lift it up to God if you need an answer today lift it up to God Jesus name that we've given up on, Jesus. Because prayers are eternal. God, I ask that your word, that you would lead us into all truth, God. That we would buy the truth and sell it not. God, we give you glory and honor. Lord, help us to live our life according to your word. Because your word is what we need to live by. Your word will lead us into uh, eternity with you, Jesus. Your word will draw us to you. God, I pray that you would continue to lead us. Your word is our roadmap, Jesus. Your word gives us direction. Your word is powerful. God, there's no other there's no other book on this earth that has power like yours does. God, we magnify you, Jesus. We worship you, Lord. Thank you, mighty God. are the God of life. Your word breathes life. God, I pray that whatever situation we find ourselves in, that you would bring scriptures to our mind, that you would direct us in your word to find answers, God, that that if anybody uh, has any doubts, Lord, I pray that you would speak to that, God, that you would uh, bring, bring understanding, bring wisdom and peace, Jesus.
everything is made new in Jesus Christ. God, help us to live the short while we have on this earth. Help us to live it, God, with your righteousness and your holiness. Because we know our righteousness is as filthy rags to you, God. But you've become our righteousness and our holiness. Thank you, Lord. So wonderful, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for second chances. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Make this your prayer today. In Jesus' name.